This is B2B Radio featuring Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a nationally recognized leading business-to-business advisor, will present information that helps reduce risk, improve financial performance, and change your company's future. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of B2B Radio brought to you by Capital Plus. Capital Plus helps you unlock your capital and unleash your business potential. CPI creates customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. All right, so um, we recently, I guess it's been, it's probably been a couple of months ago now, we had um, someone on our uh, 100th episode where we talked through some tips for HR stuff. And that sort of led me to asking our guest this week to be on the show and uh, to talk about some employee benefits things. So his company has um, to take some innovative approaches to employee benefits. And so that is why I've asked Mr. Matt Byrne of Spiralate Benefits Group to uh, to come on the show and talk about some of those innovative approaches, some of the things they do for businesses, how they help small businesses, et cetera. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Matt. Well, thanks for having me. Great to be here. Yeah, so I should also mention that Mr. Byrne, even though he's not been on the show before, he is a somewhat tangential veteran. And what I mean by that is uh, his daughter. So those of you who have been listening for a while, his daughter's been on the show before, um, and she is uh, part of the uh, YEA program, and she was one of the winners. And so we had her on talking about the project that she had put together and the company that she started. And Matt was here for that and sat in studio um, wasn't on the mic or anything like that, so he's got a little bit of a feel for how things work on the show and all that kind of stuff. So, um, an easy transition to have you on the show since you got the got the lay of the land a little bit there. <clears throat> as long as producer Alan doesn't yell at us, I think we'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> so, I, I guess with that, tell us a little bit about Matt your journey. Um, you know, I guess how you got to where you're at now. How did you get to Spiralite uh, Benefits Group? And, um, you know, I know you, we had talked off Mike a little bit about, you know, you always had that entrepreneurial spirit and you started at an early age. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, no, I, um, w- one of the claims to fame is that every paycheck I've ever taken, I've written in my own hand. And I always joke that sometimes that had numbers with lots of zeros after it. And sometimes it was just a zero <laughs> right. as any entrepreneur <laughs> knows. Um, but you know, it reminds me of a story I was, uh, Delivering the Columbus Dispatch, no, the Columbus Citizen Journal. Oh, wow. So okay. th- those of you who know what that is. Uh, going back a ways there. Yeah, we're going way back. It, it ages me a little bit. But I remember it was the blizzard of, uh, what was it, 1978 or 79. And uh, my brother and I, I was really young, probably six years old, seven years old. But my brother and I were crawling from our house to the end of the street <laughs> in, in just a, you know, typhoon level blizzard. Right, right. And because we couldn't stand up, the wind was too heavy and the trucks couldn't get down to our driveway. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, and I remember I, I, I turned to him and I said, how did God say the world was going to end again? <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was by fire, but I was convinced it might've been by blizzard that day. Um, but I did a lot of, you know, um, you know, diving for golf balls and, and cleaning them up and reselling them with lemonade on the golf course and that nice. type of stuff. Um, my first, uh, Official company was a chemical and engineering laboratory that I founded in 1999. Okay. Had about 20 full-time employees and about 30,000 square feet over near the Anthony Thomas Candy Factory right off uh, kind of Roberts, Wilson, 270 area. Convenient location right yep. next to the candy place. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep. 
Um, I sold that in 1999 to the world's largest testing organization. That was kind of a a thrill to actually have a, a big suitor. Um, mm-hmm. They have about 288 laboratories in 88 countries around the world, and they identified ours as being one that they felt was strategically important. Nice. So I, I, I so was how, so before you can go any further. Mm-hmm. So how long how long did from soup to nuts? So you started that company until you sold it in '99. How how long did that take you? 1990 to 1999. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. And then I, I I was you know as part of my employment contract, I, I agreed to work for them for two years. Mm-hmm. And I ended up becoming their sales and market, national sales and marketing manager. And I remember, I, I ended up staying two and a half years. Um, but I remember that when I finally decided to move on, I said, you know, I'm tired of, you know, leveraging people beneath me, negotiating with people lateral to me and asking permission of the people above me. You know, I like to go to lunch, come up with a good idea and start implementing that afternoon. Right. And I think most small business owners can identify with that. So I got back to, to my roots and, um, you know, I did a lot of business development and marketing. I had a marketing consulting firm for a few years, and then I founded my employee benefits agency in 2007. Okay. I've been doing that full-time ever since. Nice, nice. Well, it's interesting. So, And this is why I love having these conversations with guests because I would have never guessed that that was your original company. Like, How do you get from that to now you're an employee benefits uh, company? Yeah, that, I, I do have a response to that. My, my father was a certified life underwriter with Connecticut General. Again, we're going to be dating. The, the older audience is going to connect with this quicker than the younger audience. But many of you know that as a company that's now called Cigna. Connecticut General CG merged with INA and became Cigna. Uh, um, so my dad was like the branch manager here in Columbus, and then they got acquired by uh, or they merged with to become Cigna, and he had written a software program uh, on on the TRS eighty Radio Shack computer in nineteen seventy nine. I mean, I remember he used to come home and go up into the, the to the study and chain smoke till eleven o'clock at night, <laughs> and he would learn how to code. And he created a something that we would do now with an Excel spreadsheet in about six minutes. Right, but it was you know it was things Took like six you know, weeks. How yeah. much you saving? What's your interest rate? Um, you know, where are the kids going to college? You know, what's that going to cost 18 years from now? And it was basically death benefit analysis. He was saying, okay, you know, if you died tomorrow, your family would be short $250,000. You need a life insurance policy at $250,000. Um, so, so that was kind of my first foray into the insurance and, and some sort of entrepreneurial, uh, bent. He ended up, we ended up moving out to New Jersey um, we lived in Princeton, New Jersey, but uh, he got, you know, left Cigna. That kind of the merger wasn't really a cultural fit for him anymore. Uh, yeah. Wrote this program, got got kind of bought up and moved out to, to presidential life insurance company out there in New Jersey. And so I went to high school and college out east, but, you know, okay. I was born and raised in Columbus. And other than from age, you know, whatever, 14 to 24, I've been in central Ohio my whole life. Gotcha. Yeah, I was going to say, so I've heard of that blizzard you mentioned. I wasn't in Columbus at the time because I, I was born and raised in eastern Ohio. Uh, I came up here to, to go to school, so and I've been here ever since, but I've been here a good while, but not that long. <laughs> Although I'm, I'm sure we're pretty close in age. If not, I might even be older than you. So, uh, But we're, we're both very young, young, uh, fun-spirited men. Uh, veterans. We're veterans. We're crafty veterans. That's what we are, Matt. <laughs> Just as long as you're having fun. Just that's right. It's, keep it's, it interesting and keep having fun and it all works out. Yeah, it's very important. Well, it's it's very interesting to hear your background because I think that's going to help us um, as we get into the next segment, um, talking about exactly what you do at Spiralite, 
how what you do is different. Maybe talk about a couple of things, um, ways you've helped businesses. Um, and then, of course, uh, in the third segment, we're going we're gonna to pick Mr. Burns' brain a little bit here. And we're going to have him tell us, this is a topic I know every small business owner faces, frankly, probably at this stage every year because it's such a tough, tough uh, market at this stage. And that is how to shop for employee benefits. So, you know, that's not something that's something you probably look at once a year. Right. So we've got an expert here who's going to give us some some background information here on the right questions to ask, things like that. So I think that'll be extremely helpful for folks um, as we get into that. So. Again, this week's guest is Matt Byrne of Spiralite Benefits Group. You can go out to their website at grouphealthohio.com. Um, you can connect with him on LinkedIn. He gets a little fancy there with Matthew S. Byrne. Um, on Instagram, Group Health Ohio. Same thing on Facebook and Twitter. So definitely go out and follow them and keep an eye on what they're doing. And we'll see you after the break. Do you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website. Or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our Biz Marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation. Our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. Go to ourbizmarketing.com. That's ourbizmarketing.com. Ourbizmarketing.com. That's ourbizmarketing.com. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solution subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. To submit questions to the show, email them to MrBiz at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right. Welcome back to BB Radio, brought to you by Capital Plus. CPI removes the hassles of balancing cash flow by becoming your full-service credit and collections department. All right. So it's time for the Mr. Biz tip of the week. And the tip this week is to embrace your expertise. Uh, focus on what you're good at. This uh, minimizes negatives and obviously accentuates positives. I see too often people try to get a little bit too far outside of their sort of comfort zone as far as not comfort zone, meaning um, uh, existentially more so they get a little bit, they start to do more and more in their business and they start to think that, for example, like for me, like, hey, man, I'm really good at marketing. I'm going to do all the marketing. Well, not exactly. Like, Let me focus on my expertise, bring expertise in where I need it um, to get uh, uh, what I need. And that way I'm not frustrated by IT things. I'm just going to say that because I may have, you know, had some challenging things with that when, you know, all of a sudden your laptop doesn't print. Very frustrating. Um, so anyway, embrace your expertise. Um, you'll be happier for doing so, I'm sure. And probably have a much more successful business. All right. So again, we're, this week we're talking with Matt Byrne of Spiralite Benefits Group. And um, I wanted to dig in a little bit this segment and talk about it, you know, exactly what you guys do at Spiralite you know, how you do it, um, things like that. So give us a little bit, a little bit of information on that. So what is exactly you do and what's the typical type of business you work with? Yeah, well, we're a broker, which basically means that we have a fiduciary responsibility to protect the interests of our client, the small business owner. Mm -hmm. um, and we deal with, you know, groups of two to 250 and, and beyond. Okay. And I would say that, you know, the typical group that we deal with is somewhere in the 10 to 60 employee mm -hmm. range. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
And usually, you know, when we connect with a company or, or feel like we're providing our best value, it's typically they're frustrated with the rising costs and falling coverage of health insurance. Um, they're devoting too much time to benefits administration and the bureaucracy that goes with doing that correctly. Mm-hmm. And as a subset of that, they're kind of uh, concerned about some compliance um, gaps that might be putting their company at, at unnecessary risk. Um, so I think what makes us different than most employee benefit companies is we're not just going to shop the group. I mean, we're very good at that. We're a tier one broker. And I think finding you the best price is really the reason why we're getting a conversation and, and moving forward with most of our clients. But we take a more holistic approach to kind of look at, you know, how, how you're handling your HR administration, how you're handling your, your compliance, um, and, and really kind of mentoring and coaching our clients as it relates to, you know, winning the war for talent is really what we focus on. Okay. So, you know, what, what are your employee um, job descriptions? You know, what's the employee manual look like? What are some of the interview questions and the rubrics you're using to decide who's the right candidate for you? Um, you know, bringing them on to a great benefits plan will fall apart very quickly if you're not doing, you know, the the, the, the pre-hire stuff correctly, the onboarding correctly, and and then keep keeping them engaged and, and connected to your organization and what you're trying to do. So we look at all of those things for our clients to make sure we're providing a more holistic solution beyond just the, the health insurance spreadsheet once a year. Yeah. No, and I think that's extremely important because obviously it adds more value to the to the to the customer to the client. As well as I literally just had a conversation on Sunday, um, had a meeting on Sunday evening, uh, was the best time we could get together um with a business owner and he had mentioned one of the challenges he was having. We were talking about different challenges he's having in his business. And one of the challenges was he has tried five times unsuccessfully to hire for the same position. And I said, I just met this guy, right? I emailed back, back and forth. And it's the first time I'd met him in person. And I said, well, with all due respect, I don't think you should interview anymore because something is not going well. You're not choosing, you're not making good choices there. And so we started talking about just what you had mentioned is, you know, what process are you taking? And then, about two weeks ago, I met with a business owner and he said, he's in the service industry. And he said, I literally, when I go to hire someone, I have to interview like 15 people to find one that's decent. And I said, well, your process is broken. If you have to interview 15 to find one, then your upfront process stinks because you're attracting people that are not a fit for you. And that could even, that could be on him. Like, and we looked at it and what had happened was, and I'm sure you've seen this many times, is he made this job description sound like they were going to be like the CEO of freaking Apple or something. And I said, I understand what you're trying to do. He said, well, I want to make it attractive to someone so they want to work here. And I said, right, but you're selling the bill of goods and you're attracting the wrong people because of the job description. Um, it's just not accurate. And then when they get in, they're not good because they think, well, I'm not going to have to do any of this sort of menial type stuff or whatever. So that it's just funny that you'd mentioned that because that's literally just happened those twice within, like I said, the last two weeks, I had conversations around those particular things. And and otherwise, you would probably be pretty bored most of the year if you didn't have a more holistic approach, right? Right, right. Well, and I think that the market demands that brokers bring a higher level of value. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of options out there. And, you know, if, if bringing a spreadsheet every 11 and a half months for 45 <laughs> minutes is your definition of a good broker, then you might want to reshop that and rethink that. Um, you know, you, we talk about the war for talent. You know, I say it's a marketing problem and a process problem. Those are the two things. 
Um, and you think about how, what impact that would have on your business and how important it is. You know, I, I think it's important that uh, employers give that a higher strategic look. And, and so we try to partner with them to help them do that. Um, you know, like for example, one client we're working with right now, they have a, a you know, the op- opioid addiction issue is, is a big problem. Lots of employers are facing issues with people using illegal substances and, we helped this employer um, write and create a, a drug policy that, you know, fit fit the culture and fit where they were in that process and where they were hoping to get. Um, you know, you don't come and immediately lay down a, a lot of very strict and stringent things that kind of, you know, he said, I'd lose 67% of my employees if I don't do this properly. Yep, yep. And so, but, you know, it was important to take that first step. Uh, and, you know, really what we're helping him do is become a recovery-friendly employer. You know, that, that's step one. Then, then you become an employer who, uh, you know, tries to avoid getting people who are in having those issues to begin with. Sure. But it starts with, you know, he wants to take care of his people. And that's, we really believe in that. I think that philosophically that's where we connect with our clients the most is that I think employers spend way too much time and money on employee benefits um, to have their employees feel disconnected, disenfranchised, and confused about what it is that they do. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that we bring to all of our employers is something called the MyCare Advocate Program, where every employee gets a wallet ID card with our phone number and our email address on it and an invitation for them to call and, and lean on us if they have a billing problem, a claims dispute, a um, you know, dependent you know, addition or subtraction if, if they need, they're spending a ton of money on their prescriptions, mm-hmm. we can maybe look at alternatives for them. And that's somebody here locally in Columbus in my office who will, who will take and field those types of calls as opposed to somebody in a call center in New Jersey or, or abroad for that matter. Right. Because um, we want to reconnect that, the value that you're, you're being very generous when you provide benefits and we need to make sure that value is being delivered to your employees and that they understand that. Yeah. No, I think that's critical. So, you know, I want to mention two things, and we're almost up against a break here again, unfortunately. But, um, you know, I had uh, recently at, a, at one of my clients, and I'm walking through, and I've been with them for a while. And so I know they've got 12, 14 employees, and I know them all pretty well. And so one of them came to me and said, hey, I'm having a, a benefits issue. And I said, well, what's going on? And he started mentioning it to me, like thinking I could help him. And I said, well, you know, you guys have benefits. You should give them a call. And he's like, I don't even know where to call. So perfect example, I said, do you have a card? He said, no, we don't have a card. So um, little things like that I think make, make a big difference. And going back to the, the drug issue you'd mentioned, which I know is very prevalent as well, you know, a simple thing that seems so obvious that sometimes people overlook, when you get to the end of the process where you think you may have a candidate you're interested in, just have that conversation. Hey, we drug tested. That's, that's going to be a problem. We need to have a conversation right now and hopefully you avoid some of that. So. All right, well, we are up against a break here. We're going to come back with this week's guest, Matt Byrne of Spiralite Benefits Group, and continue talking about employee benefits. Are you frustrated with trying to grow your business? You're not alone because the business growth experts at TriTraction are here to help. TriTraction's proven business systems, marketing, and sales formula has helped many businesses like yours achieve amazing results. Could your company benefit from explosive sales growth and a huge jump in website traffic? Call 800-719-4281 today for a free consultation with the business growth experts at TriTraction. That's 800-719-4281. Systems plus marketing plus sales equals business growth. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. 
We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. Follow Mr. Biz on social media at Mr. Biz Tweets on Twitter and Ken Mr. Biz Wentworth on LinkedIn. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right. Welcome back to BDB Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And again, this week we're talking with Matt Byrne of the Spiralite Benefits Group. And you can find them at GroupHealthOhio.com. Um, you can find them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at GroupHealthOhio. And on LinkedIn, Mr. Byrne is at Matthew S., as in Sam Byrne. So, and Byrne is, by the way, B-Y-R-N-E. So um, just to be clear about that, um, definitely follow him on those various and his company on various uh, social media sites so you can keep an eye on what they're doing and learn a little bit more about exactly what they do, if, especially if you're interested in what you hear um, while we're talking here. So a lot of good stuff, and I'm, I'm, I, I'm certain, based on my experience with working with small business owners um, as much as I do, that some of the things you've mentioned have really struck a chord with people because um, some of the things you mentioned, again, are just so prevalent right now, especially, you know, the opioid and, and uh, that type of issue is is, is critical. Um, let's get into it a little bit. Um, uh, so if so, I'm a business owner and I get to October and I say, holy heck, I got to take a look at these benefits. Um, I want to figure out, you know, not, obviously I want to see if I can reduce the cost or whatever, but what are some of the key things? Because I think so many business owners, because they're not, they're not experts in this field. So they more than likely, many of them look at it and say, well, how much is it? And they just look at the cost. How much is it per employee? And what I'm paying now without being able to very, very well make a good comparison between two options, I think is, is sometimes difficult for them. So um, if you would give us, share some of your expertise on, you know, what is a good way for a business owner to look at how to shop for employee benefits? Yeah, sure. I'd be happy to. Um, first of all, I, I would say shop it off cycle. Okay, a lot of employers think that just because your renewal is every January that you can't shop this in May or August for that matter. A misnomer, what a lot of people believe that isn't actually true is that, well, if I moved in April, you know, everybody who had met their deductible would have to start a new deductible with a new carrier. Well, the truth is, is that the new carrier will honor all deductibles and out-of-pockets that have been met by the team. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't know that either. That's, that's interesting. So you can move in June, July. The incumbent carrier wants you to restrict all of your behavior and activity and decisions to that thin window on January 1st or whenever your renewal is. Mm -hmm. They're not going to let you make any moves off-season. But the other insurance companies are very aggressive and competitive for your business off-cycle. So I recommend shopping it off-cycle. Um, I also recommend getting a second opinion. Um, I know that the you know the, the incumbent broker who's helping you with your your benefits is probably doing a great job, but sometimes getting just someone else to take a fresh look at it is really valuable and important. Um, I would encourage you if I'm one of your if I'm your broker, I would encourage you to do that with me, as well as with your current broker. I just think getting it raises everybody's game. It raises the stakes for everybody, and you kind of get their best when you throw them into a ring together and say, go ahead, this is a big problem and a big line on your P&L, and it, it, it's worth the extra time and attention to get. Um, and, and that was another point is just recognizing that this might be the second or third highest line item on your P&L. Right, yep. You know, and, 
you know, look at the fourth and fifth item and think about how much time and energy you invest in that each year. Very true, yeah. And a lot of people, just because it's so so painful and difficult, they <laughs> like to just do the minimum on employee benefits and, and, and the shopping experience. So um, I think it's real important to, to rethink that and kind of change how you approach that. Um, and to that end, underwriting your group, and what I mean by that is, Full medical questionnaires on everybody in the group. If it's been a while since everybody sat down and filled out a full medical questionnaire, it's critical that you do that because the underwritten group health insurance market can unlock a host of of innovations, savings, and opportunities for you to save money. At a minimum, it's going to create a kind of a catalog or document where you're at from a, a claims experience standpoint. And, uh, you know, there could be some programs and solutions that, your current broker could bring to the table to help mitigate some of those mm-hmm. claims problems. Um, for example, if you have a high diabetic population, I was just thinking that. Yeah, exact exact example. Yeah, there, there's um, you know some some nurse practitioner you know kind of hands on services that you can buy to help those people get more drug compliant, you know, more diet and exercise, really kind of stay with them for those types of things. Um, and then on the, on the, by the same token, there could be some things that you're paying for currently that virtually no one is using. Right, you might be able to replace something, and you might be able to keep your cost essentially flat or close to flat, but provide more value for your your employees. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then you know, the really the other big thing I would look at is is that you need to expect more. Um, you know, I, I'm really a believer in in compensation transparency. You know, I, I like to tell my clients exactly what my compensation is, and then we do a lot of extra things to try to earn that. You know, if mm-hmm. I'm if I'm earning whatever five thousand dollars a year or two thousand dollars a year on your case, um, you know, we're doing a lot of this health advocacy program with your employees, kind of helping you educate and outreach about what the benefits are and how they're to be used. You know, providing some compliance support, uh, some some different software platforms like for onboarding and, and benefit administration. You know, we're, we're trying to create a, an amenity suite that's, that's commensurate with how much we're getting compensated. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's very fair and appropriate to know what that is and then to make sure that you feel that the value that's being provided to your broker is, is sufficient to warrant that type of compensation, which could be ten dollars or twenty or $30,000, depending on the size of your group and, sure. and some other factors. Um, you know, I, 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 there's some products and programs where I might be getting $5 per employee per month. So a four-person employer, the total compensation is two hundred and forty dollars. Right. We might be, have year, to have a right? conversation <laughs> to say, you know, maybe there's a consulting fee that needs to get paid to bridge the gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, but more often than not, there, there's there's plenty of revenue available. The price you pay for insurance is regulated by the Department of Insurance, and the price that you pay already includes the help of a broker. Okay. So you you can't really separate or segregate the coverage from the help of the broker. Mm-hmm. If you go, most carriers wouldn't dream of going direct, although there's, there's the occasional pocket where that's possible. Someone in-house is getting that money, or, or it's being consumed by the insurance company as additional profit. Mm-hmm. But that amenity of, of help of the broker is baked into the price you pay for the insurance. Make sure you know what that is and that you're asking for an appropriate amount of return for that compensation. Yeah, well, I, I think it's a great. Uh, those are great tips, because especially the latter, because as everyone out there knows, I mean, I'm sure you get, you get, you know, you get, um, I'll say solicitation sounds like a, a bad word, but um, uh, you get approached often, I'll say, about, you know, employee benefits and, hey, we can do it better. Hey, we can do it better. It's it's capitalism. You know, just what you had mentioned as one of your earlier tips is 
you know, shop that thing around. What I would mention, my personal uh, thing, what I would add into that, though, is if you do shop it around, let's say you're using Matt and Spiralite, and you say, without even telling Matt, or you tell Matt, whatever, but you shop it somewhere else, and you think there's a better value there, unless you've had a really bad experience with Matt and Spiralite, then you owe it to your current provider, I think. I'm a loyalty person. You go back to them and say, hey, this is what I've got. This is what I can do. Because sometimes the answer is your current provider might say, yeah, I can't do that. If that's what you can get, and they're, make sure you ask them A, B, and C. And if that, those are all yes, then they're probably a better provider for you. Now, hopefully that's not the case very often. Um, and, of course, if you've got bad service experience and things like that, then that's a completely different story, right? You, you're looking to change providers, and don't worry about being loyal to them because they haven't been loyal to you if they were giving you crappy service. Um, but, no, I think that's very uh, – it, I tell people, even with what I do, like, if I'm not providing value, fire me. Absolutely. I would. I'd fire me. I mean, you know, for what I'm, what you're paying me, if I'm not giving you value, then get rid of me. You know, gotta be willing to stand behind the solution that you provide and the value it gives. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, um, Matt Byrne, Spiralite Benefits Group. You can find them on their website, GroupHealthOhio.com, and on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. They're all uh, his his handles on there. Are all Group Health Ohio, and on uh, LinkedIn, Matthew S. Byrne. Um, definitely go out and follow them on social media. Keep an eye on what they've got going on. Thanks a lot for coming on, Matt. I really appreciate it. Great tips. Yeah, thanks. It was a pleasure. And if anyone wants to reach out and have a quick phone call to assess where you're at in the process, I'm happy to do that. No charge. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely check that out. Um, take advantage of that um, that offer. That's a generous. Um, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. You can find them at cpifunding.com. Have a great week. And don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been B2B Radio with your host, Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for 25 years. Learn more about them at cpifunding.com or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.